Welcome back. It's the Game Stoppers. We got a good one today. We have straight NBA. It is the finals. The finals. Yes, sir. Boston. Golden State. Thursday. Here. Let's go, man. I'm so I'm so hyped for this. This is actually a great matchup. This is a better one than it would be with Miami. No offense to Heat fans. My my condolences, especially to Jimmy Butler. Let's get straight into that game. Game seven. Jimmy Butler. 48 minutes played. Whole game. Whole game. Crazy. And that's pretty much what he's been doing all series. Playing every minute, pretty much. Let's go down to that final shot that he took. Goes right side. Fast break. One-on-one pretty much against Horford. And he pulls up for the three. Break. Do I have an issue with that shot? No. I, I, I don't. I don't have an issue with that shot. I really don't. My issue with that is... The only... like I, I, I don't have an issue with it, but there is one side of it that I do. Just one. You're going up against Al Horford. You're down by two. Might as well get the tie game. And since he's been on the Heat, he hasn't really been that clutch Jimmy Butler that we've seen with the T-Wolves, the Sixers, and the Bulls. So taking that shot, Jimmy Butler still got ice in his veins. I'm not taking that away from him, but that shot right there, that's not something that you that you should take. Al Horford is his 35. No disrespect to Al Horford. I, I'm going to show Al Horford love this podcast. I am. Best believe I am. But down two, and you take that shot. You 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 hit a similar shot before that. You were one for four from three. Not shooting the best efficiently, but also you haven't taken enough shots to get that kind of warmed up around the perimeter. Just not that shot right there. Not the best decision. Not the best. But at the same time, this is Jimmy Buckets. This is Jimmy Buckets. He can he could do that. Another issue that I have though with the Heat is with Kyle Lowry still being on the floor fourth quarter. He was not playing good. Let alone Kyle Lowry was not playing good this whole game. Neither was Max Struess. Both of them were not playing good. It was literally Bam and Jimmy. And you know it's bad when, throughout the series, Jimmy Butler has been the only player on the team to average more than 15. That's right. Jimmy Butler has been the only player on the Heat to average more than 15. That's a Celtics defense, too. That Celtics defense is locked. And all of them, all of them, got a vote for DPOY and a vote to be on a defensive team. That's how good they play. Another issue that I have is why why were you not playing Tyler Hero more? You put him in there for six minutes and 
You just, that's it. You only let them shot, shoot two shots and then you pull them. He, yeah, he looked a little rough starting out, but the whole heat did. Whole heat did. So you can't just blame that on Hero. They looked sloppy at the beginning. They couldn't get rebounds. A big, big issue that they had this game was that they could not get offensive boards. Horford's down there looking like a younger him when he was on the Hawks. Just disappointing by the Heat. Except for Jimmy. Bam played good too. Don't get me wrong. Dude put up 25 and 11. That's good. That's really good. Another guy that I really liked on the Heat through the series is Victor Oladipo. He really showed up defensively. Dis defend? Defensively? Def or ignore that. He, he showed up on the defensive side on the ball. We're going to say that. But he really did. He really did. P.J. Tucker is another guy, a vet that could play defense. He played pretty good defense, if you ask me. Bam played okay. He didn't really play bad, good. He didn't play bad. He was just he was just a bunch of eh. He was he was eh. We all know Butler though. But for this game, oh, oh, did the Celtics torch? Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, Marcus Smart, all given a twenty piece. Yeah. And then you got Al Horford giving them 14 boards and two blocks. Al Horford, this series, has averaged two blocks per. Two blocks per. That's crazy. That's insane. He had this one block. Oh, I, th it was, I think it was Max, Max Struess going up for a dunk. And he said, no. Uh-uh. You ain't getting momentum. And he packed that. Get that out of here. Crazy, crazy, crazy. Now, for the finals, we are going to get into my underrated th guys to look out for during this series. Two guys, Al Horford, Kevon Looney. Best believe we love big men around here. I'm a big man myself. Got to show the love. Now, one of my friends is a Warriors fan. You guys might know him. He's Athens. He's been on the pod. Helped me out. Big Warriors fan. And I have this thing with him where I, I call Kevon Looney, Kevon Abdul O'Neal Looney. Because that's how this man has been playing. He's playing elite. Getting boards at 6'8". Looks like undersized center is the way to go. If, if you looked at the centers that were in the conference uh, championships... We got Robert Williams. He ain't seven feet. He ain't close. We got Kevon Looney. He definitely hates seven feet. Dude, six eight, maybe six nine. And we got Bam. He ain't seven feet. He's six eight. And Dwight Powell, he's close to seven feet. He's about six eleven, six ten. So I'll give I'll give him that. But besides that, look who won that. I'm just saying. So look out for Looney, though. Looney's going to be getting boards. And then Al Horford, his defense. 
look out for this man's defense. He is like their Draymond Green in a way, facilitating. Go here, go there. As as we know, this Celtics defense is elite. Elite. Grant Williams is a big part of their defense. He's a huge part of their defense. But right now, we're going... I want to say sorry to those Heat fans. Feel bad. Feel bad. But not really, because I, I would have wanted a Celtics matchup over a, a Heat Warriors. Celtics are more in-depth. and But they didn't even play much in-depth. They didn't, they didn't have Peyton Pritchard play any minutes. He played like two minutes. That's about it. So, But listen, 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 listen. I have to say something, okay? My pick for this game coming up. Hang on, hang on. We 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 gotta listen. Hang on. It's the Golden State Warriors, baby. Golden State. I gotta win it. I gotta win it. Look at this. Ah, I'm gonna wear this the whole thing. For those listening to just on Spotify, I got a Curry jersey on, and I just put on a Warriors hat. Let's go. I got Warriors and six. Warriors and six. That's how this is going. Warriors in six. That is my pick. I'm decked down Warriors here right now. I am not a Warriors fan. Just an FYI, I am not a Warriors fan. I just got Warriors stuff. But... Warriors in six, baby. Warriors in six. Best believe I'm making bets. Best believe. Let's take some takeaways, though. Like, 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 things to look out for during this series. We got Boston's defense. Huge factor. Huge factor. Boston defense is going to, that's going to, that's going to be the thing. You got to look out for Boston. Grant Williams, we all know. He, he he he's like that. He's like that on defense. Al Horford, we know that. He's like that. Like I said earlier, Al Horford, two blocks per. Derek White has a steal and a block per game. During this is during the, the conference. This is during the conference. Jason Tatum has a steal and a block per. Marcus Smart, DPOY, the first guard since the 90s, since Gary Payton, to win a Defensive Player of the Year award. Yeah. Yeah. This, 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 this is the team. This is the team that they got, that, that the Warriors have got to worry about on defense. On top of that, you got to worry about how much in depth they are. Both teams, really good in depth. They got shooters. The Warriors do. Warriors got shooters. Uh, the only thing I'd be worried about if I'm the Celtics is you t- you guys turning over the ball. You guys turn over the ball more than 10 times, you lost. That's just how the Warriors are. You lost if you turn the ball over 10 times. Another takeaway is Golden State Warriors in their offense. I mean, come on. Come on. 
Let's look at their offensive stats real quick. We got Curry, 24 points, 24 points per, per. He also gets seven assist points per. Another thing that you got to look for, out for, Clay. He's back in the flesh and the blood. And you got to look out for game five, game six, Clay. That's a bad man. That's a bad man. 18 points per. Jordan Poole coming off the bench. 16 points per. Yeah. Yeah. Another guy. One-time All-Star this year. Andrew Wiggins. 18 points per. Seven boards per game. Yeah. Draymond Green. The facilitator of both the offense and the defense. You stick him down there in the middle, and he'll command the offense. He's basically the coach on and off the court. His basketball IQ is crazy. He's a defensive leader, and he could control an offense down there in the paint. Curry's got the perimeter, so you don't got to worry about that. Kevon Looney is the next guy. 10 points, 10 rebounds per this dude is insane. He's insane this year. And on top of that, he's shooting efficiently at 70% from the field. Yeah. Yeah. Watch out for this dude, man. Another key to look out for is Boston's interior defense. Now, we know the Warriors don't really go over in there. They don't go in there. They're really good outside, and we know this. You still got to watch out for it, though. If you guys aren't him from the outside and you got to convert to the inside, you got to worry about people like Grant Williams. You got to worry about people like Al Horford. Then you got to obviously worry about people like the Time Lord, Rob Williams. You got to worry about these guys. If you ain't making it from the outside and you're shooting cold, I'm talking like Curry isn't really doing Curry things. Clay looks a little off. uh, Not Looney. Woo. We know he ain't a shooter. But Poole looking off. Wiggins looking off, which I doubt, I highly doubt, will happen the whole series. That's four dudes. One of them's bound to be off, not four. I'll just keep it, keep it a buck. Another thing is Golden State Warriors pick and roll game. We all know that they love this. They love getting Curry on picks, on those back doors, on... On the high pick and rolls from like half court from way back there. We all know that they love that. They love that. Get a nice screen to get Curry some space to look at the floor real quick. See if he needs to take a spot up shot. Which he does all the time. I hated it. I hated it against the Nuggets. Because the minute I see like Looney go up there or Green to go set a screen. I'm like, so we're going to pop this or he's going to pass it somewhere. Because we're going to have to double. I hated it. But they're so good at it. They've done this for years for Curry. Same thing with Clay. They do a pick and roll, and he'll do pick and pop, pretty much. He'll pop. Pop that thing. Another thing. It's Golden State Warriors fast breaks. Both both fast breaks are crazy good. You got to watch out for the fast breaks. I'm going to just say that. Not go, just Golden State. Boston. You turn that ball over, or anything. For a fast break. Watch out. They will 
destroy. No matter what, Boston will destroy you on a fast break. You got to somehow get your guys back there. Warriors are notorious for cherry picking. They've done this for years, cherry pick. Because uh, Draymond can, can command two people around him to play defense while the other three are back there cherry picking or other two are back there cherry picking. They're just good like that. They're that good. And obviously the last point, game five, game six, Clay. Watch out for that man. If it comes down to it, if it comes down to that, I like I said, I got Warriors in six. I got Warriors in six. But if it comes down to a game five, game six, Clay, watch out. All right, all right. Let's let let's compare. I'm like I'm gonna do the numbers real quick. Compare. And then I'm going to talk about it between the two. So, in the last series, the Warriors scored 115 points per. Had about 46 boards per. 30 assists per. 5 steals per. 3 blocks per. Pretty good. Pretty good. Now let's go on to the Boston Celtics. 105 points per. We know they're not like that. It's because they're, they're defensive. They play on that defensive game. That's why they don't need many points to score. Issue with the Warriors, they're not really, they're not really that of a defensive team except for Draymond. And I've always said this, Curry's an underrated def- defender. I think he's good around the perimeter. And he could play a, a little big depending on who he's guarding. But, uh, I mean, he's guarding Marcus Smart. So, see how that goes. 45 rebounds per for the Celtics. 23 assists per. Six block, uh, sorry, seven blocks per and six steals. Goes back to my point. They are a defensive team. The Warriors are an offensive team. This is a good game. This is a good series right here. It's offense versus defense. Does offense win over defense, or does defense truly win championships? Personally, games revolved around the offense now. It ain't no 90s. It ain't no 80s. It ain't no 70s. It is the 2022. 2022. We are in the 2000 era. The 21st century. This is offense. This is an offensive league now. Same thing goes to really football too. It's an offensive league. Alright. That's all I got for today's podcast, man. Catch you next time. Peace.